whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. My guest today is a co-host of the Broad Wasted podcast. She's been on this podcast before. She's been on the original cast of the movies. And we have lunch when I'm in town. It's Kimberly Cooper-Schmidt, everyone. Hello, my lunch (laughs) buddy. Sometimes dinner. Sometimes we have dinner. That's true. Sometimes Lunch, dinner, dinner, something. Yeah, but definitely get together mm. uh and you're wonderful there's that i'm gonna make a quick screenshot here hold on to your headphones for everybody there we go quick screenshot of that i'll post that on social media of you doing your great imitation uh which we will explain in a second because kimberly oh. you're here to talk about encore movie partners sing broadway with barbara streisand any part you can play, I can play better. Oh, I can play any part better than you. No, you can. Yes, I can. No, you can. Yes, I can. No, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Oh, man. So here we are. We're in the middle. It's June. As you listen to this, we are in the middle of. Oh, I might have a baby. Yeah, it's true. You might have a baby. <laughs> When or when not you listen? Late June's probably. Um, oh yeah, hopefully. And uh, we are recording this in advance. As Kimberly said, she's going to have a baby, so we're doing this early. Baby's not here. But we are. Uh, we're we're in the middle of the year of Barbara at the original cast of the movies, and so I thought it would be fun to dip into a Streisand album, uh, and because I am not, I didn't grow up with Barbara Streisand. Me either. Movies or music? Yeah, none of that. I knew some of her stuff i have a couple of her albums the broadway album i think is great um i think back to broadway came out while i was in high school so it was something people had mm-hmm. um but yeah i think you told me about you did because you mentioned the youtube videos that go along with this album oh yeah but, so tell me though how did strice streisand encore movie partners sing broadway come into your life I have been racking my brain this week to remember, like, who first sent me one of these videos and, like, how it came to be. I was like, okay, and it came out six years ago. Right, not that long ago. No, but, like, long enough that I can't remember who I watched them with. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it was probably Kevin. Kevin Jager, your broad-waisted co-host and past guest of this podcast. Yes, that makes absolute sense. (laughs) Let's just say it was Kevin. We're just going to say Kevin's. Let's just say it was Kevin. But I remember, like, vividly texting the link of at the ballet to like everyone I thought would care. Oh my gosh. Because we were all just like, I also did not grow up with Barbara Streisand. My mom Mm -hmm. thought she was cheesy. Oh, my mom had a lot of opinions that she has now reversed. Like now she's fine with her. (laughs) Okay. That's good. (laughs) It's like her, like I just, I didn't grow up with just like people's albums i grew up with cast albums mm-hmm. i didn't necessarily though then go follow someone right to see what they're up to on their own I when i was yeah. younger or my mom didn't i guess so i didn't sure. around her by extension <laughs> right yeah um and so i just like i don't have a huge frame of reference and then i was watching this video and i was like who is barbara streisand so that's i i will say that is it is an outstanding question because that is kind of a question I found myself asking the whole time I was listening to this because I was so 
if you've never heard the the Broadway album, her first sort of foray into this this sort of thing, yeah, it has this wonderful opening with dialogue and Sidney Pollock for some reason, and uh, talking about how no one wants her to do this album, and then she sings putting it together, and it's it's really clever and working on this. Look, no one's gonna it. buy it. No one. Well, well, how? Do, how? Nobody you... in middle America, anyway. That's for sure. He's right. Well, why? why Sweetheart, I... it's just not commercial. What is commercial? It's anyway? not what's selling nowadays. I mean, personally, I Be love it. Be nice, girl. Nobody's into this kind of material. You have to pay a price, girl. This album needs a hit single we can push. They like to give advice, girl. The whole idea is too risky. Don't think about it twice, the girl. Won't understand this kind of it's thing. It's time to get to work. I disagree. Why don't you wait? She loves a dialogue moment in her. Well, so here, that's the thing. So I was not prepared. For the fact that, because so <laughs> you start. Wait, here's my best confession. Yes. I'd only seen the videos. Oh, so you'd never heard the song, the like the, no. the record. Yeah. Some of them I had heard the full intro, but I had never listened to the at the ballet track it... until like last week when I was walking to the train, which is usually I'll put on like a fun pop beat. Sure. But I was like, I have to listen to this album. Like, let me start now. And I was just like, cackling, like, la- like smiling and giggling on my walk to the subway because it starts with like, I really need this job. Not more than I do, believe me. Hi, I'm Sheila. What's your name? Bibi. And this is Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Hi. Hi. Gosh, there's a lot of people here. Yeah, it's a cattle call. But you'll get the job for sure, Maggie. You're so pretty. <laughs> believe me, looks are overrated. It's just a different set of problems. Okay, ladies, line up. We'll start with you. You, number 24. My name is Sheila. What do you want to know? Why don't you tell me why you're in this business? I wanted to be a ballet dancer. What else? The light, by the way, is a very funny color. Do you have anything softer? Don't worry about the light. It's very harsh. So tell me. What? Do you always come on like this? No, sometimes I'm aggressive. (laughs) Will you just, just bring it down? Bring what down? Your attitude, miss. It's Sheila. Okay, Sheila, why don't you tell me about your parents? My parents? Yeah. Well, my mother was a ballerina until my father made her quit. Really? Really. Tell me more. Tell you more? Daddy always thought that he married beneath him. That's what he said, that's what he said. What? (laughs) It it, it really, I mean, it kicks off with a extended, I mean, it's a seven minute track. And the dialogue just didn't stop because I was sort of sitting there being like, oh, they're doing a kind of a chorus line setup with Daisy Ridley and Anne Hathaway. It's like, OK, fine. And then I kept expecting it to end. And then they do a lot more no. Zach than you kind of <laughs> think they're gonna or frankly want. Uh, and then also you're just like picturing Barbara on the line. Yes, that's exactly is- what I did. Anne Hathaway, Daisy Ridley, fine. They give me the movie of a chorus line. I'd buy it. But then it, Barbara as Sheila. It is just like an older wa- lady who shows up to the... It's a cattle call. It's an audio medium, but right. you can tell but she's you, older. But you, and you're also Barbara Streisand. Like, I know who you are. And it's your album. And it's such a, like... It is so... You're not showing up to the cattle call no. with these two girls. It would it would have been so much more interesting 
if you're going to create a scenario, which, by the way, they do for every single song. That was the thing. Like, we'll, we'll dig into this a little deeper. But like, there's she so doesn't much let you just drop in. She needs a scene before so much talking on this album. But she if they'd established it a bit more of a of a generational thing, if they like leaned into that a little bit and had it been like. It's Let me teach older, you the ropes, girls. Yeah, it's a little. It's an older dancer with two younger dancers, and they're talking about they have this in common that this this yeah. thing about the ballet is something they all have in common. That would have been perfectly lovely and mm-hmm. certainly more organic to the situation. <laughs> but like listening, but it to- just seems like she listened to the opening of a chorus line and vaguely wrote it into a scene. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it, <laughs> it, again, it's a long like, and then. It bookends. It does. It keeps happening. Wow, I need this job. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. With Daisy Ridley going, what about me? <laughs> it is such a like, oh, it's it, it's a great. I mean, first of all, though, like in terms of kicking off an album, good job. Oh, because I yes. then was totally prepared. And I listened to the deluxe edition. I don't know if you listened to that or, Ooh, or, or I not. Listen, whatever is on Spotify. Spotify. It does not say deluxe. Anywhere. No, the deluxe edition has four additional songs on it, which are not <gasps> duets. Uh, they're just oh. her singing. Uh, but also dialogue. Yeah, some of them. So she does. I, I don't know what time it is. Not a day goes by and losing my mind straight. But okay. she does. She does 50 percent from ballroom. Oh, I watched the has video. A video yeah. Which does feature. Uh, a, a dialogue scene, which we'll talk about a little bit. I kind, I kind of, of want to go through this slowly, though, because oh, it's like, please, it's <laughs> so, it is so wild. And it could also be called Choices, the album. It is. Oh, <laughs> like... Well, that's the that's the so the, the the two things I came away with this like after listening to this album, which Ooh. normally normally I listen to to these albums three times before I do a podcast about it. I listened to this album once, and that was all that's I could fine. tolerate. But I also twice. felt like I listened I, to it twice. twice. But Last I feel week like and today, I feel like I got it. I was just like I, I was like I get this. I know I know what's happening here, and these songs. We are also kind know of, the songs. They okay. kind of burned into my brain a little bit of this, and. So yeah, I did walk away with it. The the first impression being like, God, like there's so much talking. Like, why is there so much talking? Mm-hmm. But then I was really struck by the fact that like nothing on this is boring. There is nothing yeah. stolid or expected or whatever, for better or for worse. Like you say, she's Barbara Streisand makes choices, and that yes. is so entertaining. And that's what. And we even love if people. like a song is kind of slow and you're zoning out for a minute on the album, your mind goes, "Who is this singer? Yeah. Chris Pine? Chris Pine? This is in in a world in a world where you can do duets with literally. That's so telling. She could do duets with literally anyone she wanted. Anyone. The group she has chosen is interesting, but wild. I mean, so you've got Anne Hathaway and Daisy Ridley doing at the ballet and they do a very good job. It's, it's, you know, they, they sing really well. Anne Hathaway, oh, obviously yeah. can sing. Daisy she's Ridley great. has a very nice voice. I thought, I know. um, she's kicking it along. And, uh, this is, well, probably, it's probably a bad idea to try to segregate the videos from this too, because the videos, which I will put a link to in the show notes, the YouTube playlist of the, uh, of first the, of all, <laughs> the fact that you had never seen them. I never had seen, I had because seen the, the, like the theater zeitgeist of it. Yeah. From like 2016. I must have found it on Twitter. Like 2016, I'm like, Broad Wasted was new. Yeah. Like we were 
active on like Broadway Twitter. And it must have because that at the ballet has like two million views. That's the one I had seen. I realized yeah. I, I knew about this project from that video. And I had definitely seen her and Anne Hathaway and Daisy Ridley like in the studio. Though the video is mostly Daisy Ridley because poor Anne Hathaway is like seven months pregnant. But then also Barbara Streisand being like the beauty of a woman yes. about to give birth to a child. And I'm always just feeling like what a thing to say. Yes. She showed up, no makeup. With big, like, it's just, right. just the radiance. Just glowing, glowing. I mean, it's, it, it is just like, it's absolutely, it's too much. It's it's, it's so, too much. So, and I expect so someone much. to describe me as such one day. Well, and, the, and also the like, <laughs> I just the, send that clip to Jay and be like, right. when I feel really when awful in June, when you're listening yes. to this podcast. Glowing. Please glowing. give me Barbara Streisand's compliment yeah. to Anne just Hathaway. Say, I mean, she's <laughs> glowing. It, it, it is the. It, you just heard me say that. And laughed. <laughs> the, the also the fact that like she was interviewing Daisy Ridley for Gypsy, a movie we still haven't gotten. And was <laughs> interviewing. She said that she's like, I was interviewing her for Gypsy. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Right. You remember she was going to do Gypsy. She still might. Who the hell knows? But she, she's got time on her hands. Um, She said to her, it's like, and in the middle of the in the conversation, I was like, can you sing? And I, and I was really like, but wait, shouldn't you have asked that at the beginning of the interview for Gypsy? Like, isn't that part of the, the whole thing very in true. the movie? I was really like. What do you, I mean, it doesn't matter. You can cast her in the movie if she can't sing. Somebody else can dub her voice. That's fine. But don't you want to, like, I mean, if not open Start with that. With that. It, the way she presents it in the interview is almost like we were talking about something totally unrelated to singing. And then I was like, can you sing? And it's like, that's not. Well, that's true. You're interviewing her to be in a musical. You're to be a gypsy. Like, I think <laughs> she would have probably mentioned whether she could sing or not. But, I mean, the, it's just priceless to watch her, do like, construct this bizarre so, because all the videos are basically her talking about how, like, the person why she's singing... she picked someone, right? Because they're so alive, you know. That's the sort of like that's the or they're 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 so they're so great. She admires them greatly, and then interviews with all the people she's saying with, except Anthony Newley, obviously saying, yeah, um, I couldn't believe she calls me. <laughs> like, like I stared at my email again. for right. hours. <laughs> over and over again of people being like well it's barbara streisand so like obviously i said yes which is just such a trick wilson was like i thought it was a mistake yeah so then we, we we slam right from at the ballet and i'm like okay the big intro's over we're seven minutes in like great good now we're going into loving you from passion which isn't really a duet that was my first thought i'm like loving you isn't like really a duet but okay like that's fine no, it is not a duet and then again a few of them aren't duets Right, but it's sort of like there are duets in passion. But they lend, you know. That's yeah, true. Right. There, are. there are duets in passion. Oh, that beautiful song. And uh, you know, I read. That's a duet, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but like, uh, she she then launches. And then they launch right into another scene, and I really just went, "Oh God, we're gonna do this every single time, aren't we? Yeah. We're just gonna have mm -hmm. these." And we do long scene between the two people. Like, and again, now I don't know who these characters are. <laughs> I don't know because they're happening. not necessarily the characters from the musical, right? Which is what it is in the first song. And the first song, I was like, okay, they're doing chorus line. And the second one was like, this isn't. She even passion. says, "I'm Maggie." Yeah, right. I'm not. And in, in this one, she's like, I'm not. It, she wasn't Fosca in loving you. She's just some. No. She's like in the middle of a breakup, maybe. And then it's he's like, unclear. "You have to let me go." And then he sings her lyrics for loving you. Which I'm just like, 
that's not how you feel. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, apparently she turned him in the middle of the number, I guess. it's. I guess. It's so unclear. He sings <laughs> them beautifully. But I still really, he does. I really, like, Patrick Wilson sounds great. I love great. Patrick Wilson. He sounds really, really good. And, oh, yeah. Um, he he really he knocks it out of the park um, and does some nice little, he has some little flourishes and things on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Which is fun. Uh, but it... <laughs> I really did sit there being like, well, I don't, I don't know why we're having this like dialogue scene. I don't need it. I would just like to hear these people yeah, sing. I'd be fine if they just sang the song. And then the video for that is the first time I remember her mentioning she chooses what she describes as actors who can sing. Mm-hmm. And that really and, becomes. Like, she leads with the acting. Yes. Which choices. I think either Jamie Foxx or. Chris, one of them says that one of them bring. Oh no, yeah. it's Hugh, Hugh Jackman says that. Yes. he talks about how it, very eloquently, and I, I really like the way he put it. It was like he was so nervous about singing, but when he saw her do it, and it was like, oh, she doesn't really care about being perfectly on pitch. Yeah. She's she's, she's being, being true pre- to the moment. Present. Yeah, and yeah. how that made him very relaxed, and I really liked that. I liked that approach. Uh, but then I I realized that's why the scenes are there, because she wants everyone to act. To be actors. To act, yeah. And, to, and, and she to, wants everyone to feel what they're talking about. And yes. then didn't she like, did he ad lib that line? She was like, well, what would you say? Oh, yes. In the in the dialogue sequence, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. She goes, oh, I, I guess. like that second line. And then she's just like, the most insane part of the videos is when she's sitting directing people. Yeah. And they're all like, I was almost more nervous to be directed by her. Because (laughs) Jay said. Um, But I agree and I couldn't put my finger on it. It just kind of feels like. He meant specifically my mother, but it feels like someone's mom or grandma Mm -hmm. just like had a lot of time and money on their hands and some famous friends and was like, Come on over to the house. We'll record a song. It'll be great. You'll love it. Right? Yeah. Do you know Irving Berlin? We'll do Irving Berlin. You know, it's just very. Yeah. It, which but then is... gets so like, well, think about the words you're saying. First. That is. It is. It is a real like. It, it is that contrast of like she really wants to present like she's just hanging out with these people. Mm-hmm. And is it at her house? Like some, some of, them, of it is. Are there her some of house? it is. I believe it's at her recordings. Yeah, the recording studio at her her house. This album was recorded all over the world. I mean, it was a real like. Oh yeah, so she flew to London for Antonio did, Banderas like, and a couple other people. Like did it. Like Chris Pine was yeah. in London too. So yeah. and she's in L.A. I mean, she obviously lives. She lives out there. Um, I assume the thing that's called Grandma's House on this list, like on Wikipedia, they list all the studios. I assume that was her house in okay. Malibu. Um, because this might be what she calls the recording studio, but yeah, I do, it certainly well, it felt lo- like they were all at Grandma's house. It, it felt, I mean, it certainly looks like her house in the video, like a house more than a a proper yes, like recording, sure. a home studio, mm-hmm. um, with all these people walking around. But she's trying to be like very average and calm, and then like she, like you say, you see the scenes of her directing and producing, and you're like, oh no, you're Barbara Streisand, like that's yes. that's your your that's what you are, that's who you are, <laughs> and. I, I, I'm made uncomfortable by all this pretense of you trying to be like, it's everybody seemed to be having a good time, but it was really like, it was so extra at every single turn. 
And then also, also, they're on her YouTube channel, so theoretically yes. she produced these videos. So Which the, is like in the moment interviews of like her in this big screen with her crimped hair, and I'm just like, yeah. Who, who did you hire to make these? The the uh, it, it they're not meant to be watched as a playlist. Like obviously they were released slowly over the course of several months, yes. probably, but. Uh, she- Listening to them over and over and over again, where all of the guests say the exact same thing almost does get a little bit like they just yeah. gush over how they were so excited which, to be asked, and which which is I would. understandable is honestly yeah. what they would all say. Yeah, I don't think any of them were making it up. It just sort of got to be a little. But even then, like that. her every time being like, "They're such an actor, and boy, could they sing! <laughs> how thrilling!" <laughs> It is like because we've all she reminded me so much of we've all met people like this mm-hmm. in when you go to like show, like older teachers or like yes old pros really who are just but who are very positive but it's an always a like oh yeah her being like oh so good you know mm, like yes absolutely mm. you know when I was talking beautiful, to Marvin beautiful. Hamlish yes he you know, my friend <laughs> dear friend lots of dear friends in this in this they album. couldn't be here but my dear friend Marvin. my dear friend Marvin well and her dear and friend Tony. Anthony Newley yeah. right who we go into right I, uh, right away where she like then does a duet with with the dead person um which is which was which, cool I so I just assumed the first time I, there's a lot of assumptions I made about this album. Okay, okay. Um, I assumed that he was still alive when they recorded it because I didn't remember what year this had come out. Sure. And then when I watched the video and she's like, "Sadly, he couldn't be with us." I'm like, "Oh, he must have died between production and the thing." But no, he died in 1999. Like he died, he died 20 something years time ago. ago. And yeah. They then there's the whole story of like we got the masters and we put the we did it you know with the masters isolated his vocal right and And I was a little bit like I guess that's great I don't think it's as great as you do clearly was sort of my like like there's nothing wrong with it it just did feel a little like again not a duet like it it it, you know what it reminded Mm -hmm. me of in the weirdest way is um unforgettable with Natalie Cole. And Nat King Cole's ghost, mm-hmm. you know, so where so where she's like, but where she ends up doing just echoing his lines because there's no yeah. space in the song for he another voice record and he couldn't do it. Right. Because that's where this ends is with her kind of echoing what he's saying. Yeah. She's and it's a, like I was singing with him. I also do not care for Anthony Newley. Well, that's voice. the thing is <laughs> the minute like you have. Barbara and her iconic vocals and then but up to this point you've had Anne Hathaway Daisy Ridley and Patrick Wilson you've had like more Broadway level vocalists trained on certain levels but definitely like classical American vocalist voice and then Anthony Newley comes out who can I touch you know he's got that very very jarring it is it's incredibly jarring maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow I'll find what I'm after It was cool, but it seemed a little unnecessary. But for track three. And out of step for like 
the album as a whole because it was like contemporary movie stars. Right. And Barbara Streisand. And then Anthony Newley. Because she could do Newley. a whole album of like isolating the vocals of all of her right. friends. All her dead friends. Here. Yeah. yeah. Which would be, I mean, I think we're not that far away from that. You know, she owes the the record company an, an album, I think, every three years. Oh, really? And I think that's her contract with them. And which is why, like, a couple, every couple of years she'll put out, like, old material from the vault. Because it's, like, fulfills oh, the, the contract. Well, yeah. like, this year, which she put out, or last year, I guess, at this point, Live at the Bonsoir, which is great, by the way. I, I got that on my brother's recommendation when he was on talking about funny girl, he was raving about it. And oh. I went and got it. It's really good. It's their very first recording she did for Columbia back in the early sixties live. Oh yeah. That sounds in fun. Greenwich Village. It's a great concert. She sounds great. Her banter is hilarious. It's phenomenal. It's really, really yeah. good album. Um, can't recommend it enough. Very little dialogue on it at all, uh, which is great. Um, because next we go into Hugh Jack. Now, the merciful thing about the Anthony Newley song, of course, is that there's no dialogue because he wasn't there. Can't. So now we're going to go into any moment now from from is that from Smile? What is that from? That's not it's Smile. from Smile. Is it from Smile? Okay. I had to watch the video because I didn't know that song. <laughs> it is like, oh, man. It, but if it's also is that are is that anything close to the dialogue from Smile? Because well, that's Smile a... about pageants. Yeah, uh, in Atlantic City, they talk like in the lyrics. Oh, okay. There's somebody talks about Atlantic City. Yeah, but the um, it is like, uh, it, but the dialogue. Yeah, the dialogue is about like he comes home from work, or she comes home from work, and he's writing, and they go off into separate rooms, and then they, and she's no fun because she doesn't drink. They pine for each other, I guess. I don't know. It has kind of a company vibe. And then they're- they're kind of rude to each other, but then yes, they're they want the other to. They're crisp pining for each other across the. <laughs> Afraid to come alive to them, just saying any moment now. Listen, can you tell that I'm a little frustrated? Well, so am I. I mean, I feel like you're avoiding me. Me avoiding you're, you're you? Avoiding us. Oh. I mean, you're you're always out having meetings. I'm not always out. It'd just be nice if you stayed home once in a while, just the two of us. Well, I wouldn't be much fun, honey. I don't drink. Oh. I was like, I either need less of this dialogue, like more basic dialogue, or I need this whole play. That's the yes. That was the thing. Like, I need wall to wall. I need scene tracks. I need a running story. I need, I need... character names. Yes. I need, I like, need... an assortment. I need a woman on a journey. And I didn't get that. Instead, what we get is Hugh Jackman doing his Hugh Jackman thing. And he's very good. You know, no, no complaints there. Um, but then I think, is this the worst song on the album that comes next? It might be. Alec Baldwin sings the best, the co sings the best thing that ever happened from Roadshow. And it's. It's. It's awful, I'm gonna say. You are the goddamnedest thing that has happened to me. Language. Ever. Sorry. When did I have this much happiness happen to me? Never. But I love that song. And that dialogue is the dialogue from the show because it's the dialogue on the Roadshow cast album. Right. Exactly. Like, 
And then they kind of skip a musical interlude and turn it into dialogue. They're like, well, well, is what it... do you say? We just stay home. Because it's like, what do you say? We just stay home. What do you say? We just can't well, is... In Roadshow, I get mixed up because yeah. in in uh, in Roadshow. It's in Bounce, too. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, but I saw I saw Bounce. I uh, saw Roadshow. I did not see Bounce. So, so when I think of this song, it's 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 Richard Kind and Gavin Creel. But in. Oh, it's in, with them, too. In Roadshow, it's not. It's the it's... other brother and his girlfriend right is that what who's no saying? no it's who's still a boyfriend it's claiborne oh. elder and um alexander gemignani oh so it is the same characters yeah addison oh. and the boyfriend right yeah yeah okay so they said sing... i think before bounce it was a girlfriend oh maybe that's what because she mentions that in the video she's like at first it was between a man and a woman and then it was between a man and a man so it's gone on quite a journey and i was really mm-hmm. and i just don't know roadshow as well as i know bounce so i assumed she was talking no, about it's a, the a same there but it's i think same. very okay. early it was a it was a between a man and a woman yeah. okay and that then that's what sondheim on sondheim is that version okay that makes more sense i mean it's a song yeah i really enjoy it but like i, I mean, rec- recency bias notwithstanding <laughs> I, I did not want to hear alec baldwin talk sing his way through this because he is also the only duet person who cannot sing really i mean he he carries a tune in a bucket it's not no but it's not off key right but that can't be our like no (laughs) metric and like maybe his dialogue is better or maybe their voices sound more age appropriate yeah that's nice i do like the the, they're the same age aspect of that and it's nice to hear to hear her sing with somebody her own age, but there's just so many other. Well, and that's when I the, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. But just like so, this this album is called Encore Movie Partners Sing Broadway. So I assumed she had done movies with all these people, and it was when we reached it's Alec Clyde in the title. So when we reached Alec Baldwin, I went, "Well, she did a movie with him," and then I was like, "Actually, what movie did she do with him?" And I quickly look. She hasn't. She hasn't done movies. I don't think with any of these people. I don't it, think so. It, it She's is a, just met them. Right. They're just movie. Maybe. Actors. Well, no, she hadn't. Because like Patrick Wilson had never met her. Uh, you know, like most of these people, Hugh Jackman. So hadn't then, met her. like, I kept going through my head, like, okay, does she watch a lot of movies? And she chose these people. Mm-hmm. Or did her assistant? go through like these movie stars are fresh and hot and they sing look at them i, I it, <laughs> but she I, was it, also in every video the patrick wilson one was the best she introduces these people like she's introducing a new star yes. to the world yes like patrick not only is he a tv and movie star but right. he's an accomplished Broadway performer. And it's like, yeah, he's Patrick Wilson. <laughs> you mean, yes. You mean the Patrick people Wilson? watching this right. video are aware. Yes. <laughs> it's really, and it's like, when she's like, I did, you, you sort of extrapolate that backwards. She's like, Daisy Ridley is quite a talent. It's like, yeah, she's in Star Wars. Everyone yes. knows who Daisy Ridley is. Everyone no. knows who, like, who, I, I love but it. Anne Hathaway, just a glowing pregnant lady. Just a glowing lady. pregnant lady, right. Nothing like, the, uh, she wandered, she was just walking around Malibu. We just, we bumped into each other. Apparently she acts. I didn't know that. <laughs> didn't the, ask if she could sing. I, lo- I do <laughs> love, honestly, that when she, 
says that Hugh Jackman, he plays Wolfman or whoever he plays. I thought I that watched was, it twice. I thought that was so good. He's a werewolf. Right. He's a werewolf. Or, or a Wolverine. Right. Whatever and who he knew? He, but he could act. That's my favorite. He plays a werewolf or a Wolverine, but right. he's a good but actor. He's a good actor. Right. Who knew that? <laughs> Literally every it's 2016. Literally everyone knows Hugh Jackman's a song and dance. He's won a Tony Award at this point. (laughs) He won a Tony Award in 2003 or whatever. Like everyone knows it's Hugh Jackman. It's uh, yeah, like she's discovered them. It really yes, that is absolutely the vibe of the Uh younger people of the her contemporaries. It's much more. Well, I guess her only contemporary is really Alec Baldwin. I mean, she talks about. Anthony Newley, but he's passed. Uh huh. And then because everyone else, because yeah, when she introduced Melissa McCarthy for them to sing next, anything you could do, and that she rewrote the lyrics for her to be funny, which is just and not. Oh man, I mean, I noticed the thing is like the the lyrics to anything you can do would be rewritten a billion times by a billion different performers. Yes, it's so I just every girl in high school and her friend. Yeah, and. (laughs) Well, but every, like, I mean, from the time it got introduced in Annie Get Your Gun to then the next version of Annie Get Your Gun, Mm -hmm. they rewrote the words. And it was, you know, I'm sure Berlin rewrote lyrics for all kinds of performers to record it. It's so I just assumed this was a different version because you've never heard like the same version of it twice. I don't think. But nope. And did you so I was disappointed in this track. Because of the song selection, I was so excited to hear her sing a song with Melissa McCarthy. I think Melissa McCarthy is great. She could definitely keep up with her. There but this are is, funnier songs. That was what I kept thinking. Like there's, well, I would love to hear them sing "Bosom Buddies," for example, like off the top oh, of my head. Oh yeah, from May. Like that would just <laughs> be that, and that song. Because the thing is, like they really wrote in banter jokes for the two of them. Yeah, like this conceit that they're there on but a casting call see... together. Oh my god, that was the best. <laughs> but so then there was also like some ad libs from Melissa that you saw in the video. That were funny, like the whole, like, oh, I heard you have a Starbucks in your basement. Yes, which is great. And all the employees and have like, to oh work. Oh, my God, cashmere. let her improv. Just ha- why didn't you just let her improv in the <laughs> middle? They cut they cut from the reaction shot, which Barbara, I mean, they left it in. Obviously, Barbara thought it was funny. But like Melissa McCarthy is in this sound booth uh-huh. with us with the music, st- like looking like a regular person, a music stand and everything like she just came in for the day. And then they cut in the side to Barbara Streisand, who's doing her thing where she holds her headphones her cans under Hello. her head, which is just, you know, it's her style and that's fine. Just want to mess up her hair. No big. But then she she's like also got that's when it when when Melissa McCarthy made the comment about the fact that she has a Starbucks and she makes all the employees wear cashmere. They 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 in that shot, I noticed that she has like this like knit thing draped over her music stand. And she's got like little hanging things on the sides. I was like, it is her studio more power to you, but it is like, it's again, extra. Like it's just all so choices were made at every single turn. Oh yeah. She has to have it like, uh, and it's just, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, they pan over to her in cashmere theoretically. Right. Like, oh, theoretically. Yes. And, and she's hanging in. I mean, they do. I like to see Barbara do comedy. I wish she did more of it. Yeah. And, I really would have just liked a funnier song <laughs> or funnier girl. That'd be fun too. Um, she quote, what is that? She quotes, Oh, she quotes that with a Daisy Ridley thing. That was oh, nice yeah. to see. I liked her saying that. I liked her that some of those interviews have some really nice moments of like, 
genuine Barbara-ness to them. Like feels like yes. I'm really seeing them. Because my my big question about Barbara Streisand always ends up with this moment of like, I remember listening to her on Terry Gross on Fresh Air you know, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And her talking about how she doesn't sing around the house. And like Terry Gross is like, oh, that's so weird. Why would you sing around the house? Why don't you sing around the house? And her response incredulously was like, why would I? It's like, I don't know, because you enjoy singing theoretically. <laughs> like that seems like. But probably... then didn't she say, was it to Jamie Foxx? that she was like, I haven't sung in two it... years. Right. Yeah. And he's like, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be Here fine. you. <laughs> like, do you know who you are? You'll be right. fine. You'll be fine. You'll be just fine. But uh, I was like, she hasn't sung in two years. Yeah. And I and I don't if I hadn't if I hadn't heard that interview on Fresh Air, I would have assumed she meant that pejoratively. Like I haven't sung professionally or haven't sung for yeah. performance in two years. But apparently she doesn't sing like just in her day to day. And I find that weird as a theater so person because every yeah. theater person I know sings all the time. The yeah, day-to-day. I couldn't go two years without singing and I'm it's, not Barbara Streisand. Yeah, it's just something that people do. And I don't. So there there is this relationship with her her own career, her material and her artistry that I've always found a little bit odd. And Mm. I think just because it is not what I expect. That's my, it's my hang up more, you know, it's not, it's not her. Sure. It's like, I expect her to be a certain way about her work and her talent. And she just is, she's, she's how she is. And so I really liked those little moments in both the Anthony Newley video and, and the Daisy Ridley video where she's talking about, her career she's remembering lines from funny girl she's got to like she clearly she she she's it just felt very very human and like guard down for a second and you really yeah. like that sort of those sort of moments um and it makes you you know enjoy the songs yeah <laughs> and enjoy the performances but again then like i think anything you can do is a real waste of both of them I, not just Melissa mccarthy it's a waste of barbara I too know. it's it's not a great song they also like they weren't really one-upping each other in a fun yeah. way vocally because maybe they can't. Yeah, they probably can't. Yeah. It's um well, is that the one is Melissa McCarthy the one who says that like do you think people will be having trouble telling our voices apart? Yes. And that was great. And Barbara says, <laughs> and Barbara I goes, wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Just great. Great, great comedy. Good, good bits. But yeah, I really would have liked them to sing something funny, like genuinely funny. It would have been very nice. Like a song uh, they didn't have to rewrite the lyrics to in a weird way, you well, know? Yeah, and a song that's like inherently has jokes. Because like anything you can do isn't really a joke song. It's a one-up mm-hmm. song. like the, the, And it's usually sung by two and people. it's funny to watch. Right. And it's sung by it, two characters who, who are in love with each other but aren't admitting it. They're in that hating each other phase of it. So like there's this undertone. It's not sung by rivals waiting to meet the director. The director to cast me in his movie. You know? What movie is it where the two choices are Melissa McCarthy or Barbara Streisand? Like, what movie the is that? The dialogue is just like if your acting professor wrote like A B scenes. Yeah. Like, it's just like stock dialogue. Yeah. To see, ex- they feel like exercises. That's really, yes. that's a, it, it's like the thing you would like, this is the dialogue we're going to say before we start singing to get ourselves in the mindset yeah. of the song. And then exactly. they just left, they just left it they on the record. Left it in. They just left it in. I know. It should not be there. <laughs> Absolutely, no. should it's like not every be professor there. ever that's just like when you're like working on a cabaret or something, and they're just like, mm-hmm. okay, and just think of your moment before, and like obviously we're not doing the show, so you can't, you're not doing the scene, but 
drop into the scene and then get yeah, there and then go and it's walk just yeah. like do the scene and then, and then we'll sing there. it we'll do the scene and then we'll we'll improvise a scene and then we'll sing the song that, that you yeah. know <laughs> which is where if you're listening to the deluxe edition we now dip into the weirdest scene uh which is her and james Bro- james brolin and her when she sings 50 percent oh. um the, which, the phone call which from from ballroom and 50 percent is i mean 50 percent is a great song and ballroom's a, a a wonderful show uh with her very good friends uh billy goldberg alan bergman and marilyn bergman who she introduces like her parents she says yeah. um but is the she has this little scene at the beginning of this one too where it's because the story that is the story is about a, a woman who is having an affair with a married man so she doesn't have 100 percent of him she has 50 percent of him mm-hmm. and but then she introduces she has this scene where he breaks off a date played by her actual husband. Yep. And that just was super weird to me. Hello? Hi. Hi. You're not going to have to wait for me this time. I'm all packed. Honey, I can't go. Why? What would happen? Well, I forgot that I promised the kids I'd take them to their game. Mm. And they want their mom to go too. Oh, well, of course, I understand. It's their mother, and uh, you can't disappoint your kids, honey. We'll go next weekend. Okay. Is it just because, like, he was around? It really, like, I'm listening to the album being like, that sounds like James Brolin, but why would you pick James Brolin for this part? Like, it's just such an odd, maybe she didn't have to pay him? I don't know, like, it doesn't go against the cost of the record? (laughs) Are we over She filmed him, like, in profile. I know. (laughs) She really shot that scene. (laughs) Because she's in the, rec- we see in the video for that one, she's in the record, big recording studio with the orchestra. But he's and like, authors. and then he's in off their in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing a self tape in the garage and she's like, <laughs> she's out in front of the, in front of this 20 piece orchestra with her, oh her God. good friends, Alan and Marilyn. And, uh, you know, they're going to sing this song. But first, James Brolin on Zoom, you know, <laughs> that's really what it felt like. It's just such an odd. It's just like my son wants me at his baseball game. Like right. I forget the conceit, but he's like, and his mother will be there too. Like, well, see, that's why that was what confused me was I thought the scene misrepresents the song because the I thought like, oh, this is a couple, and he's divorced or something because the phrasing is yeah, I have to. I forgot. I promised I'd take the kids yes. to the game. Oh yes, that's and what they I want their too. mother. And I was like, oh, this is awkward because it's his ex-wife and she can't go because that's upsetting. And so she's a little, it's just, it's another hard part of their relationship. And she sings the song and then and it's then in the that, video. And she's like, we concocted the scene where like, he has to go away with his wife and I can't, can't go away with me. I'm like, is this how you think people talk? <laughs> is this how you think <laughs> of affairs work? I don't think that's how it goes. I don't think it's like, anyway, like he was going to be on a weekend trip, but then he has to take kid to a ball game. Like that's lying to you. I think I'm pretty sure he's lying you it's it also gave the whole song a a much like weirder darker twinge it is the like i knew the the actual meaning of the song but it's still like it was a fun number before this and then you told me no no. really well it was a little i didn't really know the song but yeah it's i mean it's a really ballroom's a really good show and and this is the song from it that people like dorothy loudon i think performed it originally and it's it's really really good um but it it is like 
I don't know. It's just it's one of those weird things where like the setup made me think one thing, and then she explained the setup and it made me think another thing. And I just and then really at the end of the day, I was just like, why is James Brolin here? Why why is James Brolin your choice? Uh yeah. but hey, whatever. If you paid for the deluxe edition, you get James Brolin, I guess is the answer to that question. Um because there he is. Great. And then there is Chris Pine coming in here, coming in hot. With a with a medley, our only our only medley. I know. Uh, and he was one that I like was listening to that album on the train and I didn't look at who it was. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the videos later and I was like, that was Chris Pine. Yeah, he He's sounds good. good. Yes, he is. He yeah. is good, which I remembered from the Into the Woods movie, liking liking his voice. Um, yes. Having a very princely, you know, the right right timber for that. Um, but it still took me off guard a little bit to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Chris. OK. Chris Pine's doing a thing here. <laughs> yeah, completely. But I'm not sure I love this medley. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like, I would, oh, it's also I love in the videos how the like you say, she introduces all of the performers like she's discovered them. She also introduces the songs the way like you would to a child who didn't know anything about Broadway. So like my fair lady was the biggest hit learner and low ever wrote. And this is the song of the, of the male lead singing about the thing. It's like, yeah, I know. But my, I mean, like it's, it's fair. People may not know what things are, but I was like, yeah, I know it's my fair lady. It's the big, you know, no, no, no. Let me explain this to you. So my fair lady is a song is a show. And it was, you know, these people, Stephen Sondheim writes really, really good lyrics. I don't know if you know this about Stephen Sondheim, but this is this is what he does. Yeah, and it it is yeah. The explanations are, you know, so so odd and sort of otherworldly in this sense. <laughs> She's put herself in these videos as the sort of like, I don't know what her role is. The MC. What would you call her? Like narrator. Narrator. Like she's bringing us along, but not. She's like, like giving us the director's cut. Yeah, but it feels more like a rushed tour of your house. You know, it's just like an over here is Chris Pine and over here is like this. And there's a thing. And I'm like, okay, I mean, we're on our way. You know, like moving. And have moving you along. heard of this guy? It's right. like she's hosting a party. Yes, that's what it is. She's trying to cover a lot in, in talking yes. to a lot of sort of a lot of people. And she's all introducing once. everyone. You might and know someone him else this, comes and in and you bring this other. over here. Right. And you sit over. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it she's feels like. She's like orchestrating a dinner party. It's, it is. And she's kind of like you mingle now over here. What were we talking about? You said, you yes. know, the, oh, hang on for a second. It has. Yes. The videos all have that vibe where she's sort of. Yes. She's her. Her attention is very divided in the room mm. <laughs> and she's. She's trying to fill everybody in on all the different bits, uh, which which, uh, yeah, brings us to. Well, she does Losing My Mind next on the deluxe edition, which is good, as oh, you would fun. imagine, okay. as you imagine it would be. Um, and then you're about to lose your mind because we're getting a rewritten version of Pure Imagination with Seth MacFarlane. There is no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Living there, you'll be free if you truly wish to be. Also, not a duet. Nope. Also, what Jay walked out to at our wedding played on oh. a two hundred year old organ. Did they? And the, the organ? Did he do the little uh, the? Um... Like they do in the movie with a do 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 do, do, do. yeah do, do. yeah uh-huh. yeah which they don't do here, they have this no. instead. 
bizarre intro dialogue scene to lead us into the world of pure imagination. I'm still not a thousand percent sure about this one. I'm really oh. not. Like, oh my and gosh. the choice of Seth MacFarlane, like, it's all she so certainly weird. doesn't watch Family Guy. Like, where'd she pick him up? Well, they did. Now, see, they, I think. Did they work together? I think she was. I'm going to look this up because I okay. was going to. I was going to look this up before. <laughs> I think they did. Either she's on Family Guy or they did I like an episode wrong. about her. Well, but like she had done by this point. I mean, it's 2016, right? So yeah. she has done Meet the Fockers. She's done the driving movie. So it's 2016. She's done those movies. She's done little. Fo- she's even done little Fockers. Like she's done uh, right. more contemporary comedies. And so she's kind of in that world a little bit. She did an mm-hmm. episode of Modern Family. Now she didn't do anything directly with Family Guy. It doesn't look like. But I think that. He was less surprising to me in the sense of like, I could see them having friends in common that somebody she may sure. have, she, she may have encountered him in her sort of general wanderings. Uh, yes. And so he was one of the, but you're absolutely right. I mean, she, there's no way she watches funny girl. Um, and he family had done guy. family guy. Probably, probably doesn't watch funny girl either, but she definitely doesn't watch. Probably not. Um, <laughs> But he had done two, I think, two of his albums by that point. His sort of like swing oh, big band things. I um, forgot about those. I think that's around the same time. Yes, it is. So he did the first one in, looks like 2014. He did another one in 2015. So it's also entirely possible she could have heard him sing, not know that he was a comedian. And then someone explained and to her. And then someone explained, actually, it's Seth MacFarlane. His show's dirty, you know. Um Yeah. And then he does a solid Anthony Newley impression in his video. He does a very yes, solid. Yes, very good. Impression. Yeah. So like um, engineer is like, well, if we need to yes. rewrite some melodies. <laughs> yeah, Barbara doesn't <laughs> think that's funny when he says that. No. <laughs> but it is a, such a weird, again, like like you said, I, I need, I need, I suddenly find myself craving more context. Why this song? Why on this, at this <laughs> part of the album? Why is this? Why are we the next to last? The next, excuse me, not the next to last track, but like the third from the end track is pure imagination. I don't understand what the. It all feels very haphazard. <laughs> this sort of, <laughs> very very haphazard. Um, and I'm, you know, and then we get uh, "Take Me to the World" mm-hmm. with Antonio Banderas, which is great. Let me see the world. I have seen Take me to the world. Out where I can see, just to see for each other He's fine with me. Just stay here. I love you, but we're happy here. Stay with me, any other world. Stay with me. For no real reason, but Jay and I went on a date to the mall. Nice. And there was just an empty Lord and Taylor. Oh, okay. And we were driving away, and I was just like, oh, what do you think it would cost to do like a site specific evening primrose in that Lord and Taylor? Like, look at the escalators. We could do an immersive. And he was like, 
were you just in the mall with me? Those people don't want to go to that. And I was like, well, we'd have to bring them in from New yes, York. Yes, from the city. They'd have to come from the city. And <laughs> to the abandoned well, Lord and Taylor also at the, the whole, Palisades Mall. The whole show is only 45 minutes long. So, like, it doesn't quite, it's not worth it. The, would just it, loop. You could, right. like, it would be an oh, experience. Listen, you just join it when you want to and you leave when you when you went. Have you ever seen Evening Primrose? Have you seen yeah. the movie? Uh-huh. It gets scary. I I own it. it gets it very is. scary at the end. Because they turn into well, spoiler alert. Well, it's fine. They they turn them into mannequins at the end. It's, it's terrifying. It yeah. It's very dark. Um you gotta respect you watch Evening Promos and you're like, yep, even in 1965, after his biggest Broadway flop, Stephen Sondheim is still Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> it's no being question. weird. Yep. That's fine. His his songs <laughs> are definitely the best part of that. Uh oh yeah. It's it's a yeah, weird movie. It's a very, very weird. It's a weird story. I mean, it's incredibly yeah. like faithful to the the story and everything. And yeah, and it's just te- a weird little like oh, what's that show called? It's like Twilight Zone. It has That's a very was... like is that what you're I don't know it's why a... I was gonna say it was like the Tower of Terror, but I was like, no, the show that that was on. <laughs> <laughs> it's Twilight like the ride, the Tower of Terror. Not the Guardians it's of like the Galaxy. It's like the ride, you know, where you go Guardians. through the thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's up and down, it drops you off and it finds its like, you know, it's like that. It's like based. It's like based on that loosely. <laughs> Evening Primrose, like thrill ride. Where at the end, you're in. And you're Anthony. Yeah, you're Anthony Perkins, and you're Anthony Perkins, and you're Charmin Carr. Uh, <laughs> you only care. Right, you never worked again after this. <sighs> uh, <goodness>. They. <laughs> Good. It, but it's great it's great it is a great duet it's great to like there is a little setup in it but not a lot and it no it, it's very very nicely handled they had to fly I forget to that antonio banderas is good yeah doing oh his... that was one of my favorite intros in he's the, been yeah. in a he did um he, oh, he was, was in Evita. Evita and right. this musical called nine yeah <laughs> and i was like you can just say nine yeah he was <laughs> i wonder that but it's a good question, actually. The more we point, like, who is her audience? Who does she think she's talking to? Yeah, because like she her, is a, her friends. She is a like pop star. I Re- guess that's true. Certainly, the way like because she didn't, you know, she did the her Broadway album in nineteen eighty five, I believe, or eighty six, and which at which point she is. 20 plus years into her career she's only done mm. two broadway shows ever and you know she's only ever done True. i can get it for you wholesale and and funny girl and they were like back to back and they were back to back and then she went off into the funny girl movie and then she did the hello dolly movie and then she really didn't do yentl. musicals you know the yentl could have become su- quasi her movies are always quasi musical i would say she's got to mm-hmm. sing a song in there somewhere but She's she, like, but she, you know, when uh, I, I say all that to say, like, when she did the Broadway album in 85 or 86, she there was pushback from the record company, from other people like, no, no, you can't do Broadway songs. People don't like you sing pop songs. And it, it, I, so, like, she has a I guess she has to assume she has mainly a pop audience and who will follow her to Broadway into other things. Yeah. And so maybe that's why she sort of is this like very explaining, explaining. explaining. I mean, I don't, I still don't think you need to explain My Fair Lady to to the to the non-believer, but like no. it, it is such a like Evening Primrose. You need Evening to Primrose. You need to explain that to the to the faithful. Like that's people. To may me, not I've know seen it. Like yeah, 
because there's tears. I mean, we always have to remember there's like, and the tears get super minute. I mean, you know, like, oh, yeah, I, I am not on as deep of a tear. I think probably is like you and Kevin are. And then like <laughs> there's you and and then like the next tier is like, you know, Rob Schneider and Robbie Rizal. Like there's a deeper tears oh, within yeah. tears within tears. Exactly. And, and like different pockets of. Yes. Like, pockets of knowledge. And, Sondheim people. And, yes. you know. And then there's the people who know a lot about the history and there's the people who know a lot about what's going on right now. And there's the people, people who, who just know, the, know all the songs. Right. Yeah. The people who know, like, the, as I've talked with you guys about before, when we found out, like, you guys know all the performers and I know all the writers. And, like, that's the sort of, like, True. the difference. It's like, yes. I know who wrote the song and you know who sang it and when they sang it. Yeah. And so there are different, obviously, places you can go with this. But it is still really funny when she's listening again. I think it's her delivery, though. Like you, you hit it on the head of like, like she just learned it that morning. Like, she, you know, there's like he was in this musical called Nine. Like, yeah. I watched it today. Yeah. He's it turns out he's fantastic. Yeah, he's wonderful in it. They made it yeah. into a movie with this other gentleman. I think he's very good. Uh <laughs> I hear he's a quality actor. You don't, you oh, don't really know how much. I guess it's also partially her reputation for being out of the world. Is that anytime yes. she does things like that, you don't know if she's just being helpful or if she genuinely didn't like, know. Had no idea. <laughs> is she is she one of us? Is she above us? Is she just out there doing her thing? And I know. And then I was like, to place everyone into 2016. I was like. All right, Chris Pine just did Into the Woods, but like, what was Patrick Wilson up to that people were what watching was at Patrick that point? Patrick Wilson up to at that point. He had That's like a, a really failed TV show. He's had such an interesting like up and down know, like an career, up, yeah. And he's he's one of those guys where like I mean he's obviously in the Phantom movie, so you know he's his his career is secure, right? Um, in a he he's been I will say I he's been miscast in a lot of things. Like I, I feel like he's he never quite ends up in the right stuff. He's so good in um Angels in America and Oh yeah. All those sorts of he you know, he ends up playing the the dad in a lot of stuff, like the dead father again Prometheus I just remember Prometheus being like the dead father or something like the in a flashback or in a picture or something. You know sure. what I mean? Like it's just um he's in Watchmen. That was a pretty big hit. But Oh yeah. Yeah, he's sort he... of he's on Girls. There's a couple episodes of Girls. Oh really? Yeah. Um I've seen one that's one of the few episodes of Girls I've seen, actually. He did a season of Fargo. I mean, he's done stuff. He would be, I mean, of all the people that she does duets with, he would be the one that I, I think would be the is the least famous. For sure. Yeah. And he's the one that's like, I really didn't think this was for me. <laughs> right. But he's also Barbara the most Streisand? wildly. There's this Venn diagram of like people qualified to do a duet with Barbara Streisand vocally and people who are famous. Yes. And he is weirdly like he, he's the probably the like. Yeah. I think Hugh Jackman is probably the perfect one in that where he's like he's, he's the right yes. amount of famous and he can also keep up with her vocally. Uh, and Patrick Wilson, though, is on that is on the vocal side, but like the least famous person in the crew. Yeah, but just like so talented, like her audio engineer is like, it's like yeah. you have a tuner in your vocal cords. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with your pitch. Yeah. they. I mean, there's a there's a shot in the video of, of like them being taken aback by how good of a singer he is. And it feels very real to me like that. They were just yeah. like, oh, wow. Like he really. OK, yeah, we're keeping that. That sounded good. And then so after we get Antonio Banderas and his 
his wonderful interpretation of Take Me to the World. We end on what is a very bizarre note, uh, like no question, um, with Barbara Streisand and Jamie Foxx singing another song that isn't a duet, uh, singing Climb Every Mountain from The Sound of Music. Follow every Showed Jay the video. He's like, do you want to see what I'm talking about tonight? And he was like, what's happening? <laughs> I mean, Jamie Foxx is the most of all the videos. He's definitely the most like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, just this is like, I know this song. You're great. I like to sing whatever you want. Like, like asking no question. Like what Jay said when I was like, it's Jamie Foxx. He goes, well, he can sing. He can, and he sings very well, and like, he he, he does a nice job. But like. When you think of Jamie Foxx, do you think of climb every mountain? It is such an odd, and she and really she's explaining the sound of music like we've never heard of it. Like, she's like the sound of music is this right. musical. Like, me, right. Musicals are these things when people act and then they sometimes sing songs. <laughs> songs are uh, like when they have mu- you know music and then they put words to it. Sometimes not all songs have words. Some don't, but all the ones I do have words. Uh, words are called lyrics when you sing oh. them. That's what that's called. Uh, it does it sound is, like she's just giving you a master class, but like a very like a high school a master basic. class though. Like like a real like listen like even, like she's going to like like it's career day. Oh, oh, there and it is. she's going like she's at her kid's fifth right. grade class on career day. Like I brought some friends to demonstrate. Yeah. <laughs> like, now me and Wolverine are gonna sing. <laughs> He plays a werewolf, <laughs> yeah. or something. I'm told or you something. know. Who, I'm told you know who he is. He's on a Fortnite. Turns out he's an actor, right? <laughs> Turns out he's an actor. I don't know if he's on the talk tick or whatever you guys call it these days. <laughs> but oh, by the way, where's I, I would love. I was just going to say that. Like I think we need to see Barbara oh, on TikTok. So what did you ultimately listen to this album twice, watched all the videos, but where do you come down on this recording? I don't know that it's something I will return I to. Can promise you But I, I like love that it exists. The <sighs> videos mostly because they're yeah. such a like, oh my god, you haven't seen these yeah. situation. They're pretty great. That like, oh no, like this is what you have to like. You have to see this. Um, maybe for a laugh here and there, I'll play things for friends. Maybe it's just not that funny. <laughs> Only at the ballet, and that's just because I was so caught up. At the ballet the is dialogue. really, is really. It goes, guys. If you I could can't have seen like the emotions on my face, like walking down the sidewalk, like, oh, it's cool. I don't I don't want to overstate this, but it goes on yeah. for an age like it just they keep talking and then Zach comes in. I think I got two blocks. Like it's it really like we haven't. I really did. Wait, a, who like, was speaking Zach? Yeah, I don't know who was speaking Zach. I was just I was just thinking that. There's was a couple, it James Brolin? No, it was far too young to be James Brolin. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a uh, a movie star friend. Um. It doesn't say on the Wikipedia page. I should say. Also, yeah. though, like, 
commercially, this album was a huge hit. Oh, really? Debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 charts. Maybe because of these videos. Well, but that's the thing is like she started promoting it. She was doing a tour like right before this. She promoted the hell out of it on the tour. It debuts at number one. And it had a huge physical so 2016. Like the physical copy sold was massive. Oh. Um, it extends her record for most number one albums among women. She has now the most. She is tied for the most number one albums of all performers. Uh, her and Bruce Springsteen are tied for third on that list. Um, Whoa. And the only artist with more number one. Is, uh, so she has 12 number one albums. The Beatles have 19 and Jay-Z has 13. So like she's in That's phenomenal insane. company for yeah. that. She's also the only performer to have um, number uh, number one albums in six decades from 1960s through the 2010s. Um, huh. She's, yeah, she's a phenomenal... Like, I think it might get a little bit... Because she is not of... of Past Generation X, she's really not a no, like a, a huge star. You know what I mean? Yes. She becomes more of a of an icon. It is, everyone it, knows who she is. And I think this right. was me too. Like, I've known who she was my whole life. But I have maybe never understood who she was. Like that she was really how like she was a big hit. Like I, yeah. I she she was on the radio, she shifted units, she was a huge star of movies and recorded albums. And like in a way that I think her sort of general personality can make it can overwhelm a little bit and people can be like, no, 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 she was massive. Yeah. And you it it should be recognized like she's she's a, she's a phenomenon like she's she's there's a, there's a reason she has the status she has and yes. it, it isn't just you know two broadway shows and and an oscar it's it's pretty you know she she was a huge selling recording artist in the 70s and 80s and then also had number one albums in the 90s and 2000s and 2010s so yeah yeah she's she's a big deal yeah. Is, is and bad. did all those tours and like oh yeah those massively expensive yeah. concerts and like famously expensive concerts and uh yeah she's she's uh she's she's huge as uh as one might say um <laughs> and uh and god bless i guess would be the yeah. uh the the thing um and i hope it's we a get wonderful introduction to barbara streisand like i hope that like a theater professor somewhere <laughs> someone is just like who is she and they're like well well, let's take a look. Let's tell you who. Yeah. yeah like, wait, what is it like to be masterclassed by Barbara? What's it like to be at a party where Barbara Streisand's hosting? Well, here we go. I should ask, though, though, Kimberly, as I ask mm -hmm. all my guests about the albums we talk about, what is your favorite song on Encore's? Hang on. Let me say it again. Streisand Encore. Encore. Not Encore's. Encore. Movie Partners Sing Broadway. There it is. <laughs> Why Partners. I don't know. They weren't her partner. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, maybe loving you because Patrick Wilson mm -hmm. sounds so nice, and I just love that song. That's probably on the. Yeah, I would say on the. So if you get the deluxe, the deluxe edition. Yeah. I really think her performance of fifty percent, which they feature a video of, yes, is great. Is really really great. The weird opening dialogue sequence aside. aside it is a really really great performance of a song that you don't hear a whole lot so that's cool kimberly thank you so much 
This Thanks is so much fun me. to bring to to break up the 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 year of Barbara here on the main feed with this. It's <laughs> just a little kiss. This is little Susan of of like <laughs> what else is going on? Because I'm definitely not yeah. going through. A, she's released like thirty albums. I'm not listening. You to can't them all. do all. I'm of them, not right? doing okay. that. No, I'm not right. doing that. That's that that way. Madness lies. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's you know this was this is certainly a, an album you can find easily, and I recommend watching the videos i don't think i recommend getting the album but i definitely recommend watching all the you videos. have to watch the video like the i don't videos are it's a not lot even a recommendation like but it's required viewing yeah go check those out they're yeah. they're an absolute riot uh and um and you can listen to kimberly on broad wasted yes every you week can. uh and uh i don't know if you're taking a hiatus while you while, when you have your, your your son but you know we'll see we're figuring it out <laughs> You can't get you can't get a baby drunk. That's all I'm going to tell you. I mean, no, no, that's let me, true. actually, let me rephrase that. You can. It's super easy, but don't do it. But probably you shouldn't. It's frowned upon. You really yeah. shouldn't. Oh, more. I think more than frowned. Yes. <laughs> you have to face the truth. You have to let me go. I can't. You don't understand. Loving you is not a choice, it's who I am. Loving you is not a choice, and not much reason to rejoice. But it gives me purpose, gives me voice to say to the world, this is why I live. it's over the original cast is produced and edited by me patrick flynn please rate and review the original cast on your podcatcher of choice it's the easiest way to help other listeners find the show go to bit.ly slash original cast store for original cast merchandise like t-shirts tote bags and more become a patron of the original cast at patreon.com slash original cast pod so you can listen to our bonus podcast the original cast at the movies on the socials we're at original cast pod Special thanks to our social media manager, Bethany Zalecki. Hi, Bethany. My thanks to Kimberly Cooper-Schmidt for coming and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Loving you.